0: With over 6,500 podcasts coming out this year, few of them give a full recap of bar rescue episodes, which is why The Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Podcast won't be another statistic. Jim search, Catherine Williams and Max Cohen from The Shut It Down Podcast, a show dedicated to sitting down, opening the books and unpacking the emotional roller coaster that is
1: Bar Rescue. And it's time to play. Shut it down. The bar rescue recap show. Um, we have a uh, we have a doozy of an episode coming oh up. Oh, do we? Oh my god! Um, yeah, it's. Um, this was the most expensive uh, renovation ever. And I, I think that was yeah, That Absolutely. was thrown out there. In
2: large part, I think just due to the size. Yeah. Just that the
1: w-
0: massive space. The it was size, p- the scope of what he wanted to do. I think it was also the most in debt a bar had been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Yep. Which I believe we will get to in due process.
1: Oh, yeah. In yeah. due time. Um, oh, I'm Jim Search. And you can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. And also you can find me on Twitter at Jim Search. And of course... <laughs> If you haven't followed uh, the Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap show, you can find us on Twitter at Shut It Down Recap. And and who might you be to my left?
2: Hello, everyone. This is Catherine Williams. I'm Max Cohen.
1: And we are going to shut it down. Yeah, one we are. More time. That's what we're uh, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This was uh, this was a wild show, man. Um, this was what loggers and liars. Was the name of our uh, of our episode and was Pats? Did I get that right? Why did I write down Pats? Pat's. I might have been drinking as well when I uh, for
2: the name of the venue. Yeah,
1: or? no, I don't know. Uh, it <laughs> was L.A. Brewing Company. Yeah, it was oh. L.A. Brewing Company. What the fuck was I doing? Um, hmm. Maybe <laughs> maybe I was lying to the audience with that one, huh? <laughs> um, did you
0: mean to write down Richard?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, Richard Ramos yeah. oh. would be our. Would be our subject today. Um, So yeah, just to give you a little uh, idea of the bar, it's a L.A. brewing company in downtown L.A., which at one point um, was a complete shithole, and after some revitalization of said Broadway, I believe is where they were. Bringing back Broadway. Bringing back Broadway. I
0: appreciated the little bit of urban history that we got here. I did too. we don't get so much background on the... Other than how many bars, median age and stuff, we don't get so much background on where they are.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it was nice to hear that L.A. really invested money and time into this downtown area, and they're bringing Broadway back.
2: Which just sort of highlighted the, the failure that was L.A. Brewing Company, because right. it was such a unique opportunity. The The neighborhood is back, new bars are popping up, the, You know, everything's revitalized, and yet... And yet, yeah, there are a million in the hole.
1: Yeah, a million, a million, a million in the fucking hole, man.
0: That is so many zeros it's, after the one. Oh my god, <laughs> so
1: many, and a couple commas. Ugh. There's a there's a couple commas attached to that shit. But um, so yeah, L.A. Brewing Company uh, is the bar that was in the uh, was in dire straits, and uh, Richard Ramos uh, originally dropped two hundred fifty k into this place. Went
2: from his family.
1: Yes. Borrowed from family to- Is
2: that a
0: lot to invest in a bar? I don't know about the bar startup end of this. Is that a lot? Is that about what you
2: expect to put into- a, a new huge place, a
1: huge venue like that. Uh, well, I
2: also didn't understand, and this relates to that. How so? He was sort of working for the bar, and there was all this money coming in, but he didn't see any compensation. There was a disagreement with the owners, and then all of a sudden, he puts in two fifty k. Like all of that was just very vague for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um the invest well that's what happened. Um they well, you know, they had the hundred taps and all that jazz. And they were pulling in two million a year and then the investors, the people he went in on it with, they got shady. And so he decided to buy them out and that's when he uh, That's took when out- he puts in the money. That's from when the he family. put in the okay, money. Got it. That's when he got, got the money it. from his family.
0: Right, oh, that was the buy- that was to buy out the other partners.
1: Yep. Right. Oh. To yep. Buy uh, buy all those guys out and then which, in true, uh, true failing business form, decided to hire his entire family to work the bar. Who knew shit about a bar? Uh, so basically, he just wanted to set himself up for failure. Yeah. Because, first of all, uh, And
0: he he admits up front he's had no bar experience. He runs a glassware company, a glass construction company. Which did well.
1: It's still
2: successful to this day. Yeah. I went on their Facebook page. They made an update an hour ago. (laughs) An hour ago. Yeah. L.A. Brewing Company, March. Mm. March. So, you know, we'll get to that in a bit. But um, suffice it to say, they're successful glazers, as Kayla, his sister, uh, the uh, office manager, put it.
0: It was that company that provided the bar for L.A. Brewing Company.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful bar. Beautiful So the good friends at Glazer, uh, <laughs> architectural des- Glazer. Yeah, decided to help out, which is great. Um, so uh, after he hired his entire family to work here, he decided, well, you know what? What we need to do is slash the inventory in half, cut all, like, half the beers out, and just pretend like he knew what he was doing. And so he would just basically pop shit to his family and be like, you're doing this wrong. You're fucking this up. You're fucking that up.
0: Including squishing the burger.
1: Mm. Trying uh,
0: to cook to
2: squish the burger. To speed up the know. process is what he said. But yet there were no customers.
0: No customers to speed it up for. And as we, we will get to in the recon, it was still undercooked anyways. So squishing it did nothing except ruin a perfectly decent burger
1: yeah yeah so again he was just like man i gotta figure out a better way to fail like there's got to be another way i can just ruin this for myself and he found it which was nice um so uh then uh we find out after you know just the 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 selection the bar is gone customers come in they're just like you don't have any beer here let's leave and go somewhere else
0: it looks like an abandoned warehouse
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like the
0: taps
2: are covered so with saran wrap yeah. it, they, they, they They. even the sign says a hundred brews on tap they i mean it's just it's sad and it's you a lie in, it looks <laughs> like
0: they're closing <laughs> shop
1: it's a yeah. sad lie it
2: is a sad lie <laughs> there's so yeah. many more lies than lockers on this episode
1: mm. yes.
2: and liars mm.
1: I saw. I saw what you did there.
2: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like. I like. Mm-hmm.
1: It, um, so yeah. So they're losing losing fifteen k a month. Now, this is like after we find out everything and it's like, you know, terrible calamity, 15000 a month are in the hole. Now, this is when we find out that he's taking money from the other business to keep this one afloat, which is like, Jesus Christ, man, you got to learn when to fucking cut your losses, I would think.
0: Which is what the whole family is begging Richard to do, yep. sell the business.
1: Cut and run. But since Richard felt like, well, shit, man, I know about glass. I know everything. He said, well, let me try my hand at the bar business. I think his
2: quote was, and it was bleeped out, I'm a smart fuck. Oof. And I was like, mm, "Not
1: no, I don't know about that, Richard. I would say half of that is
0: true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 50% of what you said, Richard, was true. And I think you can figure out where, uh, where you land, sir. He um, can. I don't think he could.
0: No, I, no, no. I don't think he would know Oof. which half we're talking about. Mm.
1: And that would tell us that maybe he's not as smart as he thinks he is. <laughs> so, uh, so, the family's falling apart. Like dri- this has driven a huge wedge in everyone because they're just like, "Rich, you're a fucking idiot." We sell this place, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And then he yell, and he lashes out. He's lashing out at the family. They're not with that. Um, I have this quote. Um,
0: Oh, I wonder if it's the same quote I wrote down. Well, I have a look, quote too.
1: Uh, is it uh, "We fail as a family. I yeah. don't fail by myself."
0: Yeah, what, <laughs> what a motto for a you know, flag of arms that is. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Coat We're, of arms.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Listen. We fail as a family. Imagine that in Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> if we. A
2: Ramos always fails together. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I butchered that, but you know what I mean.
1: But it's like, yo, dog. Um, nah, you, you you're failing on your own. <laughs>
2: Yeah, this was your idea. The, these are all your actions. These are the repercussions. the 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 children of the family, their whatever savings was set aside for them, is shot to hell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just there's no accountability for
1: him. He dissol- He basically just dissolved the assets and the family in one foul tap. So that being said, we then. Um, Find out that uh, this is when, you know, obviously we we crack open the books, Mm. we get down to business, and John is looking at it. Obviously, he's, you know, talking about downtown L.A. as a whole, and as with most places, everywhere else seems to be doing great. (laughs) All the other bars in downtown L.A. are crushing it. Um, You know, again, with the Bringing Back Broadway campaign, everywhere else seems to be getting it going.
0: They say L.A. Brew Company was making only a third of what neighboring bars were doing.
2: In terms of dollars per square footage. Yeah, yep. dollars
0: per square footage. I think it was like most other bars were making 300 And the they made $100. Like they are not even covering operating expenses.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, he, Rich is fucking Richie Rich is just dipping into the old yeah. glass joint to keep that shit real. And uh, that's when uh, Maria Menundo's... Love uh, her. I love comes her. in, and I have in my notes that uh, Maria Munoz is hot, gorgeous, and I, I John.
0: She's all gussied up.
2: Oh, well, I, I think she I know, remember in the first bar rescue we saw her. They even tried to make her look more everyday woman, and she was still smoking hot.
1: Oh, I know. It was
2: like glasses, baseball cap, cute little. I was like, really oh. bar rescue. Just she's gorgeous, and well, like
0: with like a, a ponytail it's a very good look. Well, it is a cute look. Yeah. It
2: is a cute look. So. And-
1: and she, yeah, and she fucking crushed it, yeah. and just was looking great. Yeah, because I saw that, you know, they, like you said, they cut back to like when she was first. They right. cut back to her, and that's <laughs> and when the, she even like with
0: her terrible Boston accent. She was still hot. Remember? She still hot. That's right. She accent, did. She oh, like, "Oh, I'm gonna have some wicked tannins. Oh, Maria. Like, i, I I'll
1: still. It's like, nah, not, yeah, not pretty Spanish lady. You ain't from Boston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of here fuck out of here decoy <laughs> yeah so or uh, yeah recon. the prettiest
0: decoy you could imagine uh, gorgeous the Oh my
1: god. yeah i would say uh this is probably the most attractive recon uh that john's been on well
2: right? i like what he says about her at one point he's like i picked her because she knows me well she knows what i want and most of all she loves beer and i was like you just showed a picture of her in a bikini that woman does not drink beer nope. <laughs> or she no. may put it in her face but she does not ingest the carbohydrates right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like Bill Clinton. You know, she she drank, but she did not swallow. Yes, exactly.
1: Exactly. But whatever. Um, but you know what? It's it's John's hyperbole, yes. and we're right. gonna we, we get on board. It's right? good,
0: yeah, it's his good buddy. Yeah, his good buddy Maria. I <laughs> picked you because you're it's my buddy. buddy. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, and I also have down that uh, John is her buddy, so <laughs> they've got that relationship. Um. So yeah, they're they're uh, they're skin in the joint, and um. John just says, "Yo, man, there's no art on the walls of this place." And Let,
0: if I may, let's back up a moment. Yeah he, yeah, he and Maria both go in. This is now the second time I've ever seen, and now two shows in a row that we've covered where John goes in as recon. He did it with two cans. Yeah, in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Sometimes That's right. Sometimes he just does not care.
1: Well, you know what it is? Is I think that like. Uh, uh, he wants to, and as you see, there's a layer to him coming in. Mm. How do you react to him? Right. You know, like what? It's always fun to see. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, when, uh, when he goes in, um, you know, he goes in with Maria and then we have another set, Right. of recon. So happening. it's like
2: spying but then actual legit spying. So it's right. like they're distracted by John, how are they going to treat other customers? Lo and behold, those other customers are the real right. They're the real. So it's
1: he's a like the red
0: maneuver is what it is. You that's just surround them on both sides and see how they react.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Uh a little little war little war strategy yeah, that's there. It,
0: classic pincer. There
1: that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seen it seen it so many times <laughs> <laughs> that little pincer.
0: Classic. It's a it's classic a, bar that's, move.
1: That's just <laughs> what they do. Um, so, yeah, so John and Maria are looking at this joint, and no art. No art on the walls at all. It looks like a prison that the people are they're shackled to less than 50 they beers. They try to make it look like
0: a bad college dorm room. I'm like just hanging up a, po- you know, a print of Starry Night yeah no, no none not of that of
1: no christmas lights dangling yeah, none of that shit nothing. right and no, it's I, also
2: extremely quiet like john and jason the guys from at midnight the second recon said i've never been in a bar where i felt like i should whisper
1: mm, like yeah. that's
2: how like you get your pins drop
1: which is and it's also eerie i would think because like i've been in some like desolate bars and it, when it's that eerie you're just like all right i don't want to fucking be here and it's kind of like that sort of uh cyclical thing because like if you walk by that bar and you see no one in there you don't go in Mm -hmm. and then you next person next person next person so like how do you get people in to come into a bar yeah but uh that's when uh after we uh find out that there's no art hanging on the wall uh we meet abel who doesn't give a single fuck about working there? Richard's yeah. nephew.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He had, he's like, what? You want to fire me? Do me the favor. And I was like, wow. Okay. That,
1: all right. That is the morale. And of course, that's totally indicative of everyone else there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're very hard pressed to find, in, I mean, there's obviously situations of just shitty employees. But for the most part, when that one person's just like, fuck it, I don't care if you fire me, everyone else feels that way but won't say it absolutely abel the canary in the coal mine that he was said fuck this (laughs) fire me i don't want to do this anymore um so uh that's when we meet the crew um israel the head bartender then we have jose and armando who are i guess the kind of bartender
2: slash bartender servers right
1: right they're kind of like the uh uh, wing guys i guess to israel which th-
2: given how few people
0: are there none of them are necessary yep. but they're family so they're in
1: yeah, yeah 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 and then um we have kayla who is the uh, bookkeeper and sister and then we have Marlea. Did I get
2: that right? I think it's Monica
1: in the Monica? kitchen. Yes, yeah. I'm he sorry. Who's cooking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my hand. I'm telling you, man. Pats. I was I was on fire. <laughs> where, where did Pat's come in? God, were you aren't...
0: watching the previous episode? <laughs> I might have. Really?
1: I tried to watch it online, and um, I looked. Well, I saw like the, the commercial, commercial for it, and it was like you know hundred taps. And then I look it up on YouTube, and it's it's a d- incorrect Mm. listing because it's a completely different episode listed as the la episode so it's kind of like ooh, this is uh there's some continuity error here for that bar but uh yeah we have monica who's cook and then um that's well well that i mean we kind of went out of sync here but um marie and john roll in and then that's when we find out we send in another recon
2: uh, in the form of John and Jason, mm, mixing it up,
1: who are uh, responsible for that delightful show at midnight on Comedy Central. So watch which that, which
0: was news to me. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was not aware. I did I'm very happy to know that there are more people involved.
1: And it's also um, interesting the 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 sphere of influence that John has in the entertainment world. Yeah. That he was able yeah. to tap to tap his good friends at at midnight. Right,
2: John. His buddies everywhere. Yeah.
1: everywhere. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see John at a comedy show. What, what, what is his sense of humor?
2: John, if you are listening, you are more than welcome anytime. Yes. Yeah, come to always be our guest.
1: I would love to say that uh, I saw John in an audience and made him laugh. That would be a uh, that'd be up there with iced Tea. I'd like to
2: see him laugh. Have we ever seen him laugh on an episode? He smiles.
1: He does smile, and he's laughed. I mean, but it's a laugh out of just like incredulous laugh
2: right, just right. like, oh shit. Are you serious? It's not from like a joyous no, humor-filled place. I, w-
0: I would love to see John Taffer critique an open mic comic. Oh my god.
2: Ooh. That would be the best. You
0: think you're gonna make him laugh with a rape joke? You gotta <laughs> be freaking kidding me!
1: Your Taffer's getting a little better.
0: What? That's how you know I'm really out of it today when my accents are actually on point. Yeah. Women
2: come to comedy clubs. You're gonna say those things? Men won't be, a- men won't be able to laugh because their wives will be embarrassed. What do you think you're doing?
1: <laughs>
2: I'm not even try to yeah. do taffer just yeah. the indignation yeah. you're an idiot or a liar or mm. both oh
0: my god mm,
1: that's great man yeah. set up punch that's how it works <laughs> that's what it is okay if they call back call back to a part that was funny <laughs> god damn it shut it down oh. your goal is
0: to make them laugh this is ridiculous yes
1: yes yes oh, that would be the yes. best i know you got it dude
0: uh. I feel like the the New York comedy scene would go through a new renaissance if Taffer could
1: come mm. here and wreck some stuff. For you comics. would it, you would see a different side of people. Yeah, he could fix that. so
2: many things. Mm. Oh. Mm.
1: We don't give him as much credit. Well, we we give him a lot yes. of credit. Yeah. Yes, yeah, But the world and this that's is a, our purpose. And this is, <laughs> this, <laughs> is the, <laughs> this is the
0: purpose of the shut it down recap.
1: This is this is what we're here to do. Um. So. All right, we have the rest of an episode to recap, and so okay. just
0: extolling like, we- and wishing what we could do with John Taffer. <laughs>
1: Um that's when uh John uh John and Maria are in there and we find out that um there are 18 beers on tap and well that, well John comes in and he's just like how many be- what do you got how, you know can't get this one counts up all the beers and John astutely points out it says 100 100 beers outside you only got 18 what the fucks up
2: so you're not actually a brewing company like you claim to be right, right.
1: you are in fact a liar
0: really Patty. they should say they are the la brewing company with 18 beers on tap yes mm.
1: but doesn't have quite the punch it does when no. you say 100 so uh that's when john is served uh well he's gets served the beer and there's no head on it and he's like well that's because this is a dirty glass Wash the fucking glass out and serve me like I'm a man of God, which <laughs> they then do. And oh, I'm sorry. And uh,
0: they serve it to Maria. They
1: serve it to Maria, and then Maria almost barfs again.
0: She's such a great
2: actress. She's fantastic. I she makes so many quirky faces throughout this episode, mm-hmm. and because she's so pretty, it's just even more endearing. Her gag skills are on point. Oh, she's great. At one point, she makes makes this fantastic noise. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It
1: really and it really encapsulates the foulness of this bar. Um, so obviously, where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, Maria almost barfing should tell us that something's up with the tap lines because a woman
0: that pretty never barfs.
1: No, or farts, or farts. So she doesn't about poop. To
0: do either. There is something horrible
1: happening. She would probably fart potpourri or shit Hershey kisses like I mm-hmm. doubt that an actual poop comes out of that. Gelato, one. maybe.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I could
1: see that. Flan. Um, mm-hmm. Flan. Ugh. Um, so the. When uh, we- I grossed myself
0: out with that one, I was just like, "That's."
1: There's a line. Yeah. There's a line in the podcast world. <laughs> fucking crossed <laughs> you don't it. Don't
0: make flan poop jokes.
1: No, it's no. Save it for internet. the open mic, bud. Yeah. Save it for the open mic. So um, we then find out, uh, we go in the kitchen mm. and find out that the frozen chicken back there is no good. There
2: are condiments, I believe, sour cream at room temperature.
1: Um, Ooh, so yeah. if you're interested in shitting and barfing all day, please have some of the sour cream at the Alley Brewing Company. Uh, so, we then, uh, yeah, we check all the condiments, they're all fucked, and then, meanwhile, we got 12 minutes on the other burger, which, a burger does not take 12 minutes. Now, the
2: at-midnight yeah. guys have been waiting for some time. Yes.
0: I see at the end a 23-minute ticket time. Yeah. They're
1: and still the, waiting. And there's nothing funny about that. No. There's nothing
0: funny, although, 12 minutes is no good, but 23, I don't actually fault them as much, because Taffer was already back there yelling at them. And it's Mm. hard to get food out when you're being yelled Mm. and demeaned by Taffer. But counterpoint being out should have
1: been out by then. John would have been yelling at you if that burger was out there.
0: Absolutely. I mean that would have
1: not not that he would have been yelling, but that wouldn't have been that would have been one less thing for him to fuck with you about. Yes. Right. So um, now John is back there tearing it up um, my favorite quote I have down is uh, you're failing because you should be yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's such a uh, that's that's such an off that just cuts straight to you as a person like you're failing because you should be like that's, just that's no why no tab-
0: excuses no beating around the bush I love Taffer he's, oh, he's no great. nonsense
1: no no and he doesn't he doesn't give a fuck man um, now that's when we find out that, uh, no one can cook. There's the, the cook is, uh, squishing the shit out of the burgers and yet they're still coming out raw, which
0: John Taffer, like flays the burger and it looks like a beaten it looks like a run over animal on the street and he it, goes look how raw this is
2: and just the way they showed it sort of dripping onto the glass i mean it was just i
0: believe it was the drippy meat that gave maria the yep. big gag
1: yep yeah she literally left the room yeah well that's when but the, you know what i don't this is what i don't understand about someone who who doesn't like let okay you don't know how to cook all right i can i can get that but Do you not have, like, the wherewithal to know that that burger's raw? You know what I mean? Like, how do you not, as a able-bodied person who's ate food, I'm assuming that Monica's ate food before, right? How do you not aware that this is fucking raw? Like, as raw as that was. Because there's, like, rare, and then there's raw. Yeah, that was Mm -hmm. disgusting. That was just, like, well, let me just scoop my hand into this meat there you go. Put it on a bun. Put it on a bun. It, was, it, on a it, was, bun. Horrifying. it was horrifying. It's fucking gross. So then, that's when um, Richard's getting read the riot act. Just John is just dressing him down, letting him have it. And again, it's we. I think this is John's new style: of shutting it down. It's just calm as possible. Yeah. Just shut it down. You know.
0: I have that note. He was very calm as he explains how Richard's an idiot. Like he's not. He's not mad yet. He just sees it all, and he so clearly understands you're failing because you should be. You're an idiot.
1: Well, and I like. There's it. a
0: very, there's a very zenness to it.
1: Which I think, I mean, it hurts more. I think when someone calmly breaks you down versus the emotional tirade, because then you see that they care. You know what I mean? But when right. you were just like, you know what, you're fucking disgusting. Because how many
0: episodes have we seen where Taffer yells at them, you're failing because you're disgusting. And they come right back as petulant little children saying, I don't understand why a grown man is yelling. Mm. Right? They come back as super Mm. jerks being like, I'm not going to listen to a stark raving madman calm down and talk like a human being.
1: And that gets
0: more incensed, as he should be. But it's like you said, when you're calm, it's, it's hard to ignore that.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah yeah, and you know look as much as i love john and i i i, I celebrate his catalog of yelling yes. uh and it's it's, it's a wonderful oeuvre. yeah oh yeah it, it's his body of work is amazing um i've found that while you can get those results like you will well look man you scream at somebody and you scare the shit out of them you'll you'll get them to do it but there's definitely that sect of people out there who're just like, "Yo, the second you start yelling at me, I'm done." Yeah, you're not, you're not gonna connect with me because you're screaming. So, you know, I guess there. But again, as much as he does scream, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Yes. That's the pro- like, not the problem, but like, if you were to be like that kid, who's just like, "I don't want to listen to this person." No, he knows what he's saying. Like, that's kind of the if he was a fucking blithering idiot screaming and just was making up fucking random facts just like you've got to serve food at 92 million degrees (laughs) like that doesn't make any sense you serve burgers
0: on the underside of the plate plates go out upside down that's how it happens you (laughs) could be like well you're a lunatic I'm not gonna listen to this you're
1: crazy But but he's on point about everything he has rescued over 800 bars so clearly he knows what the fuck's up so yeah he shuts down and then we have the meeting, the family meeting, as we always do, which is always uh a delight, oh boy, and that's when we find out that um they do the family round table. Abel says that Richard doesn't know shit, and then John says he's right, you don't know shit. Because you made your fortune off glass and have never and worked that's in a not bar, a
0: bar or food.
2: Well, he also says how many of you think Richard is the reason this bar is failing. Every single employee raises. Yeah, they, they all
0: really threw him under the bus, and that's his yeah.
2: family. Yeah, like they're not even going to stick up for him. They didn't even
0: hesitate. No. I've seen other episodes where they're like, "I can Well, I don't want yeah. to, but I guess yes, yes, it's his fault." And there's, so oh, you can see them deliberating. This was instantaneous. Yeah
1: yeah this was yep it's him he's the fucking one that did it so and this is always what's so funny about someone who's caught dead to rights about something and well not even someone who's caught dead to rights but someone who just is still insistent that they're doing something okay Is Richard says uh, you point out what's going wrong but you're not pointing out what's going right nothing is going right Rich <laughs> Not a fucking thing. They can't pour beer. They can't serve or cook food.
2: That's it. That is their establishment. You don't, the, I don't
1: even have see
0: a liquor, any liquor there. I see it's all beer. It's mm-hmm. a very, it should be a very simple thing to pour. One would think it can be harder to maintain. I understand well, I will, and as I understand, there's a degree of difficulty in upkeeping a bar, but to pull a draft beer should be the simplest thing a bartender can do. Yep.
1: But here's the thing though, in in counterpoint to that is that even though it is I mean it is easy to pour like the science behind pouring it like a two-part Guinness pour might get a little tricky depending on who you are. But, but
0: I can see Guinness is one of the mm-hmm. 100 But I I'm,
1: I'm just saying like in terms of pouring a beer it's very easy. Now if the taps are fucking dirty, mm-hmm. if there's no pressure, there's so many other things that go behind pouring a beer that that could really fuck you up. you know. not washing the glasses. Not washing the glass. So, again, John, as eloquent as so, says, well, Rich, I I can't point out anything that's right because it's not there. Yep. Like, the glasses are dirty. The food is terrible. You're not doing anything right.
0: I love John in his his bright red jacket that he wore. (laughs) Uh It was like a big angry beat. It was great.
1: Mm Mm-hmm uh
0: very very excellent style choice no,
1: he's great. literally and figuratively okay. um so then uh we find out that uh rich is trying to fix the problems but he's an idiot about fixing them which then obviously further compounds your issue like if you can't if you're trying to you know sew together a shirt but you tear the pocket out now you're missing a pocket yeah, and you have him. a torn shirt So, um, that's when, uh, we, uh, reemphasize that they're a million dollars in the hole. Um, I don't even know what a million dollars looks like, let alone having to owe that to someone or just losing it would be fucking mind boggling to me. Like I can retire on $2,000. Like at this point in my life, you gave me two grand. I could You'd make it work. I can make it work for the rest of my life. So, could a million. So, that's what they're looking at. And that's when, and we talked about him uh, off air, we are introduced to Kevin. Oh, Kevin Good Bloodso. Ass. Kevin Bloodso is hilarious.
0: Why has he not been brought back? He he's one of my favorite amazing. experts. He's. I think he's my favorite barbecue guy. Oh, he's Yeah,
1: great. oh, he's... He
0: Taffer has a lot of barbecue people, but Bloodso's us the number one. But they don't
2: dish it out the way he does. No. The, the zingy one-liners, the sass. I mean, the no-nonsense. Did
0: you guys catch uh, when they do the little like intro title screen for him? Did you notice his credit at the bottom of the screen? No, no. Uh, he is the winner of the Steve Harvey Neighborhood Barbecue Award. I
1: did <laughs> see that. And what is
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Steve Harvey Get- has in everything.
1: You can't get away from him. Yo, man. He's got his the
0: show, his books. He's got Strayer University he, and a barbecue award. He
1: has <laughs> Steve Harvey. <but laughs>
0: and that's the credit he chooses to have listed <laughs> on national TV, which I think is
2: brilliant.
1: That's the fu- I can't believe I missed that. Did you see? That? I did I see.
2: I did see that. But what stuck with me was that his barbecue restaurants were voted one in two in terms of best LA barbecue. But I yeah. the, so the Steve Harvey thing. I'm ashamed a bit. I did not. The Steve That's Harvey great.
1: Neighborhood Barbecue oh Award. I want
2: to give out a barbecue award. Can anyone the do ca- it? Yeah. I how do you?
1: What? How, what gives you the qualifier for that? Yeah. Uh, Steve Harvey
2: you, a chef too. Do you like barbecue? I love barbecue. Then I think you. I, you could. All right.
1: Um, have you hosted the yeah. Family Feud? I've not done that. <laughs> then you can't give out the Steve Harvey Barbecue that's Award. Fair. I think that's okay. that's where no, but she wrote.
0: could develop and design her own uh, Catherine Williams Barbecue
1: Award. That's true, Kevin. I'm coming for you. Towing <laughs> out <laughs> <want Yeah>. awards. <laughs> 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 so we so we're introduced to Kevin, who you know again has just accolades, upon accolades, and just hilarious. Like we'll get into him later because there's definitely a lot of zingy one-liners. He drops down but uh we meet uh neil white there yeah
2: master cicerone, cicerone. that's a word i had to look up yeah. did you guys do that it's like the the beer version of a sommelier i was, yeah, I was
1: gonna yeah. say it's, it's the sommelier of beer but it I'm
2: only sorry. came apparently the certification and even like the naming only happened in 2007 like this is a Ooh. relatively new really thing um, I had certainly never heard of it.
1: I'd never... Yeah. I was like, wh- "Does this is this something that uh, Neil thought he could just name himself? It definitely I'm, sounds fake. I yeah. will say that. I'm
0: glad this exists, though, because I feel like drinking beer wasn't pretentious enough. Mm. And now we can add a level of pretension, pretension to it yeah. and make us feel classier for having a bud.
1: Well, if you... Although, no. I Well, I will say, though, that uh, if you go to, like... Um, like, those craft beer places, and, like, you bring your growler in. You can talk shop about beer for hours. Like, you know, yeah. this is – I brewed this in my bathtub in Vermont or whatever. Um, like, I – They
0: I, really talk to you about, like, the allocation of hops and yeast and, and all that stuff and, you know, what kind of sugars they're using, what kind of hops they're bringing. Pairings. Pairings Again, are man. very big. Like, it is, a, it is a great skill to have.
1: Like I was, uh, I have friends of mine in uh, back home in Binghamton. That uh, one of them like brews his own beer, like that's his thing. You know, like that's just how he rolls. And I met up with them. Uh, it's, he's married, and I met up with him and his wife. And we went to like some you know craft beer place, and you know it was just him talking shop for a good hour, hour and some change, just about beer and that he brewed this and like you know I I had this fucking fedexed and like this beer i had fedexed in and it's just like yo man y'all really uh, uh, getting drunk's getting drunk but you take it to a new level man <laughs> sophisticated you know what I mean? drunk. it That's is a what sophisticated for, drunk and neil knows as one of nine cicerones there's only the nine states yeah. yep there's only nine of them and is neil- it like a
0: highlander thing like there can be only one are they fighting to the death for this or are they looking to get more cicerones um i don't know man uh, i hope more cicerones
1: i hope want- more cicerones i think so i mean like the, how many sommeliers are there in the fucking? There's, oh, there's gotta be so there's many millions there's gotta so be. many i you know you gotta be uh so we uh so that's when we go in the basement neil goes in the basement and we find out how fucking disgusting the taps are there's white mold growing on the tap lines which is going into your beer
0: It's not even like a little bit on the line. It's all inside the valve. Yeah, it's just it looks like a frosting.
1: It's fucking all
0: beers passing right through it. I'm going. I I wrote only getting bottles from now on.
1: I have a lot of bartending friends who like if I go out with them and we hit up a random bar, they'll only get bottles because they're just like look. 98% of the bars that you're going into those tap lines are disgusting oh that's terrifying like you're so much better off getting a bottled beer unless you're going to like a reputable joint you know what i mean like um i won't name names for this bar but it is in the east village and i went there uh with a friend of mine and she was i usually get like the uh, the magic hat and she's like you probably are gonna end up shitting yourself <gasps> later. And I'm really? like, why? She's like, because they don't fucking clean the taps here. You don't want to do that. So and this is like, oh.
0: where Richard again passes the buck of how he's not yeah. responsible. No accountability. It? Oh no the 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 brewer, the distributor cleaned them out every time they. came Yeah, they're in.
2: responsible for their lines. That's what he was trying to say. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, but, no. <laughs> exactly, because uh, no. he well, wasn't I, validating. I it. don't know
0: if that's true or not, but either way, as John pointed out, there's no oversight. Richard never followed up to make sure that they were cleaning them, which I don't think they were supposed to do. I think they just bring in the beer and get paid.
1: No, it's like when you're a district, like those lines are your lines. Like that's his responsibility. If I'm a beer distributor and I bring in beer, I drop off a keg, you sign the sheet, and then I leave. That's it. You can do whatever the fuck you want with that keg. Set it on fire, Mm -hmm. eat it, whatever you want to do, but it's your keg and you need to hook it up to your lines so I mean, this is
0: the second big lie that he has told in the eponymous logger and lies yes. right which I didn't teach her to squish the burger i made sure the lines were clean and this, which this will not be
1: the last line. no which if i remember correctly uh taffer said at one point don't you fucking lie to me richard yeah don't you fucking lie to me so uh, let's yeah let's let's call it like we see it here don't don't yeah. don't run game on t because he will fuck your world up uh, so that's when uh, oh well, this is where that comes into play as we go into the kitchen. Yes, indeed, with mm. Kevin, and we're in there with Kevin, K K Blood. We're in there with I, I threw that out there. Why not? You yeah, know. you guys are close. Major shout out to K Blood. Uh, so uh, that's when uh we look at the fryers and we find out that the uh, fryers haven't been cleaned.
2: Although Richard no. claims it was Richard claims they were cleaned. Monday.
1: Uh, on monday 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 and you talk to the steve harvey neighborhood barbecue award winner who then turns and says these have not been cleaned who do you believe a a a known liar or a winner of the steve harvey barbecue award
2: I'm believing Kevin. I'm going with Kevin. He suggested they hadn't been clean since the the fire hadn't been clean since the '70s. Correct. I believe. <laughs> I, w- I was
0: searching really hard for an analogy of what that horrible goop at the bottom oh, man. looked like, but I was so distressed I couldn't think of what it looked like other than horror. Uh,
1: and that's failure going
0: into your phone. Oh, failure.
1: Man. That's what it looked like. Fucking failure.
0: And this is where we get the first of many of K Blood's great zingers. Yeah, he said, yeah. Uh, He's not a kitchen guy. He could be. A, I think he's a kitchen table kind of guy, but he's not a kitchen guy. Yes. Oh, man. Burn.
1: Oh man! Look, um, the only thing I
0: haven't seen this episode. Richard is a large fellow.
2: He's he's a lot of man. He, I argue he's a couple men. Really? He's a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and that's the thing is that uh, Richard, uh, or I'm sorry, Kevin doesn't burn food. He burns people. That's. Oh, there we go. That's what he does. So, be
0: his uh, headline on uh, Twitter. Yeah, I don't burn food. I
1: burn people, baby. That's what I do. So, um, now we, uh, we cut to Neil, and uh, Neil is trying to explain how beer is supposed to be served. Yeah. Uh, just walking them through a nice little, uh, a little tutorial about that. And uh, they seem to, it's almost as though like uh, fire is being discovered. For the first time and they're kind of like <gasps> whoa, what? this is why a, the, the head of a beer means that there's flavor okay i get it i
2: think this is when israel asks well if i don't pour it with a head can i use a straw and whip a head right yeah which is just i mean i'm not even a bartender but that's just bizarre can you even do is that even possible i, I guess if you create if you create like what oxygen i have no idea so, i guess oh. you could
1: yeah.
0: Something tells me it's possible, because that seems way too specific a tactic. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, he's done that. that. Like, he's done yeah. that before. Yeah. He's an expert at Strawhead.
1: Fair enough. Um, so, that's when Neil's like, uh, no. <laughs> you shouldn't do that.
0: This was, I will say, the least interesting of the bar assessment segments. You know, usually they say, "Let's see you make a Cosmo, let's see you make a Margarita," and it's it is sort of funny how bad they are. Yeah, now. just beer, right? They're still doing simple cocktails, but just beer they're screwing up. Yep. And we talked about how like Guinness can be actually sort of a slightly. It's a two-part.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a two-part pour. There's so there's an
0: episode where they send them to the Guinness factory in Ireland. Yeah. So they get mm-hmm. certified in pouring the perfect pint. I'm like, that's some legit certification.
1: And then I think somebody cried in that episode. You were so happy yeah. to someone cried. I remember that. I know. Yeah, that, you well, made this me remember is that.
0: simple port at a 45-degree angle
1: yeah and they are like what the fuck oh real. so um so then we get into uh the chicken uh that's when we hear yes. about the chicken wings yes and kevin drops this classic line of chicken wings so dry you gotta eat them in the rain yeah <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> which i get the feeling that um these aren't even just stock lines this is just him that's how he talks that's how he talks yeah like that's just That's how he rolls. Um, And we watch... And I'm telling you, man, I watched... We watched Kevin... Go through his style of wings, and Kevin can make some fucking chicken wings. Yeah, he
2: can. He uses a uh, buttermilk as a brine. Yeah, which man. sounds delicious.
1: Like Jesus Christ, man! I was cayenne like Kev-
2: pepper. Mm. Yo, yeah, he those were big pieces of chicken. Yeah, those were huge <laughs> wings. Little wings.
1: Those were like chicken breasts. Those size. were like ten
2: cent wings. Like nah, those were man. like hearty.
1: You probably, I mean, three I think would be quite yeah. enough to get you right. By so the
0: good thing we I learned earlier when they were going through the first wings that. LA Brewing Company made if the meat is dark and the bone is dark that's a big sign that they're frozen yes indeed mm. frozen like I will keep that in mind See, some I have crappy chicken wings yep.
1: life, life lessons here guys life fucking lessons
0: there's always something to learn in Bar Rescue mm-hmm.
1: so uh, that's when the uh, stress test jumps off and it's going well <laughs> like Israel's crushing it like everything's happening and then it's the
0: first stress test I've seen that starts out well yeah yeah like slammed and they're blown apart immediately which and these guys are actually on, relatively on top of things
1: yeah i mean they're they're doing their thing and i was kind of blown away i'm like wait a minute what, are they gonna get through this <laughs>
0: right how many episodes do do we go through where john says who doesn't have a drink and everyone raises their mm-hmm. hand. here at this bar only a handful raise their hands
1: yeah israel's taking care of business mm-hmm. TCOB, man. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Until? Until the lines fuck up.
2: Womp womp.
1: Come to find out, the pressure starts to fuck up, the nitrous is gone, and Richard doesn't know what to do. He's like, what? Where,
2: where do I get nitrogen? It was just... I, and they were using their backup supply, and right. Taffer has to say, if you use your backup, you have to get another backup. Like, it was just... just I just... I just I just I don't know. I just couldn't handle it.
0: It was like someone who's never read a gauge before. Mm-hmm. I, I have this quote written down. How was I supposed to know read run out? It's a gauge.
1: It's a gauge. How did I supposed to know that we were going to because you it's in a You
0: use nitrous or nitrogen when pu- when tapping your beers. Because it's, an it's an expendable in a dependable commodity. Yeah.
1: It's in a tank. Yep. That means that there's only a certain amount left. It's like how did I run out of gas in my car? Because it's a tank. And you, There's you, gas in the car, and I drove it for a long time. Th- Richard, I don't understand how you have human rights. Th- was, I don't get it.
0: This was unbelievable.
1: <laughs> that, it was so, that's such a wild... He
0: had no idea that the gauge in the red was not a good good sign. No, Although man. It did lead to one of my favorite blueprint diagrams that they showed. <laughs> oh, that was great. Bar Rescue is really good at laying out the blueprint of how things are supposed to happen. And sometimes it's fun chemistry, like how, you know, alcohols react and how beers work and how flavors work. This, this was a moving diagram of a man checking the gauge and writing down that he needed more whatever.
1: Can you imagine how exasperated that announcer must have been just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I got to explain that when this that when this fucking thing gets to red, it's out. I have explained so many scientific phenomenon, but I have to now talk about how when you run low on nitrous, it gets into the red. Fuck this guy. That's about where he sh- that's how I would feel, man.
0: Simply put, as a wise man, we'll Said he's failing because he should be failing. You
1: should be. That's a yeah. There's no reason you should be. You should have a W in the column, and you don't. So that's when um, the cardinal sin Neil says you broke the cardinal sin of beer is that you always have a backup, always have a backup, uh, natros, and of course then the stress test turns into a complete disaster. They can't sell any beer. Shut it down. We meet with the family. Family is like, well, we got to invest or divest. Like, you want to go all in? You want to put in some more money? Or do you want to liquidate this joint and get, like, the 72 cents that we'll probably get and then just, you know, call it a day? day? Um, So that's when John, in his Buddhist-like wisdom, comes up with the idea that, you know, we'll bring in a general manager who knows his shit. Right, and then Richard, you can just be the owner, and you know, you just you know get your check from whatever you make, and you stay out of this. How do you? Oh, and then in the interim, we have Israel being the acting manager because he, uh, I don't know, isn't a complete idiot.
0: He was able to pour beer. That's a good he, enough test of can you be? Listen, a
1: if you put that against what Richard's doing, that's huge. Yeah, you realize how much of a stride it takes. If you can pour a beer compared to the just the fuckery that Richard was up to, fuck that guy. So, uh, I want
0: to know where they had that meeting because it looked like they met in a nice respectable bar that actually had like a full liquor bar. Yeah. Right? They met in a place and you saw like vodka. They probably whiskey, met at like- Kevin's joint, man. Yeah. I hope they want I want they
1: want, I hope they want to go meet up at Kevin's place. I I'd like so. to think that that would be great, man. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that there's a lot of velvet paintings in Kevin's house, just as a side. A mind. lot
2: of what paintings? Velvet
1: paintings. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can, I mean I could see him being smooth as fuck. That's uh that's just my deal. With
0: those kind of earrings that he wore. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah. Oh yeah. And again, uh well here's the uh, you win the Steve Harvey Neighborhood Barbecue Award. You got style. Yep. Steve ain't a Steve ain't a slouch, man. He he's a classy dude.
0: He wears on Family Feud some of the best pocket squares. I think. Oh I've ever yeah, seen.
1: this pocket square game is ridiculous. Yep, it's on point. Yeah, he ain't fucking around. I told you, man, that dude don't fuck around. So then, uh, uh, we find out that uh, we. Uh, Richard's given this ultimatum. He ultimately steps down. He's like, well, yeah, I can't do this shit. So then, you know, and John, if you're listening, it's hard for me to question your wisdom. However, Mm. when you decided to say, let's build you a brewery in this failing bar... I had some questions.
2: And he says, I'm going to build you a beautiful brewing system. It won't be easy to run. What, John Taffer, did you observe about this group of people, specifically Richard, that led you to believe they could handle that? Like, I just... I, I didn't
0: I didn't quite understand the system, because it was like two or three vats, and he said, like, this is all computerized. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all... I'm like, I thought it was a more involved process. Although yeah. I guess you have to find the simplest, dumbest way for these people. And I think that's
1: what he was maybe going for. It's just like, all right, look, I want to get these guys hooked the fuck up, but I know that I can't like do some Heartland Brewery type shit where it's gonna be, you know, I gotta. Where you old, need craftsmen. Involved. You need craftsmen and like the guy with the stick, and he's swinging around and shit yeah you can't have that we got to have a computerized system so all rich has to do and i'm sure there would have to be instructions of like press this button check this and then you know maybe set a reminder for himself like
0: oh shit gotta go check i'm sure even that they screwed up.
1: Oh, uh, he would figure out a way to fuck it up. <laughs> Rich, Richard is brilliant at fucking things up. Yeah, like yeah. His, he puts a lot of his mental energy, I think, into fucking things up.
0: Do you think... But it's still a surprise because he has supposedly this successful glazing yep. business. So like, do, does he take all the stress of succeeding in the glazing business and go all right now i'm going to massively just be batshit crazy in this other business and tank that
1: well i think think it's
0: like a jekyll and hyde like i'm gonna be good here and crazy um, bad here
1: no i mean i think you know you have your own skill set you have the thing that you're good at like you know what i mean like he's really dope at glass he's fucking terrible at bars like I'm amazing at drinking. I'm terrible at relationships. You can't have me be a relationship counselor by any stretch. I'm going to give you terrible advice. But Although if you want to. No,
0: f- I, like, I would like to ask you some relationship questions and see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I,
1: yeah it's a, I mean, that could be a different. I mean, get into it if you want. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just not like. You don't want to come to me for advice about relationships. You're like, well, I don't know, fuck her. And then, like, that would be it. You know, but if you want to know, uh, you want to know about vodka and sodas. You want to know about cherry wheat. You want to know about IPAs. I can tell you that. I know my lane and I stay in it. Mm-hmm. Rich didn't stay in his he's fucking lane.
0: He tried to change
1: lanes. He tried to switch lanes and he's fucking went off the road.
2: Well, it's also possible if there are a family of Glazers, there are enough smart people around him that also know the business that can probably compensate for any mistakes he might make. Mm. Whereas the bar business, he chose that. it was his baby and no one knew shit.
1: No one knew anything. Yeah. So they were fucked. So, um... So they're like, all right, fuck it. Let's do the brewery. We're going to make this happen. And then uh, Neil teaches uh, the staff about beer. And then Kevin rolls out a steak sandwich that i would fucking marry i would destroy that if new york state would recognize the marriage of me and that steak sandwich i would do it. that's Um, the
0: next logical step after you're right now that gay people can marry the crazy conservatives are like well now you're going to want to marry animals and after marrying animals you marry the sandwiches you make out of those animals
1: Mm. i would i man i would get so good good. but it's
0: a super simple menu all they had were beers and a steak sandwich, and I think those chicken wings. It was yeah.
2: I heard something about biscuits at one point. Yes. Biscuits, which I imagine are also amazing.
1: Um, uh, yeah. I mean, pretty much anything food-wise Kevin would touch would turn to gold, I'd imagine. Yes. Um, and he said, and I quote, don't get better than that. Mm. Don't get better than a it, steak sandwich and a beer. You were yeah. right, Kevin. Absolutely. correct. Nope. So uh, that's when we find out that uh, this is the most expensive bar rescue ever in the history of all. Yeah, because it oh. was
0: a huge space and a second business that John installed. <laughs> He's, yeah, Not only he basically. Space, he was like, now I got you another side industry going on.
1: You now have three businesses to run. Yeah. You've got a bar, you got a brewery, and you got your glass business. So uh, I see you're doing great on one, terrible on another. So uh, let me give you another one that's kind of linked to the other this one is too. The,
0: this is the tiebreaker. Yep. You're one-on-one. One. Let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, let's see how this shakes out for you. So um, they, they get it all gussied up. And uh, they. Ta- but,
0: but by the way, sorry. Also, when they are showing the new food, usually what is the segment where they show like here are the new drinks that we designed specially for you, and it's usually some you know fancy mojito rum, you know rum vodka drink whatever. The only drink that they have is called the snake bite, which, which is half beer, half cider
1: which i've made like i've made those before i've made
2: them by accident that's how easy they are <laughs> i think my niece has made them she's four like that's yeah. how easy
1: that's how that's how that shakes out that's man how little
0: confidence they have in these people as bartenders like let's just get you just pour. no shaking stirring building anything just I don't want to test done. your metal here. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I yeah. just
1: want you to just fly that fly that over.
2: So, so Taffer during sorry during the the, uh, the rebuild wears not only the baseball cap that we've gotten used to, but a jacket as well. Yes, I thought that was a nice touch. A little plaid underneath.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. a very classy build day for
2: him. Yes, Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah, love yeah. casual Taffer. Yeah, <laughs> cash cash Taff, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. Uh, so, now, and look, John had a great idea on paper for this to take off. You know what I mean? Because it was like, mm. you know, well, hear me out. Because he had, okay, I'm going to get you. Now, this, this is under competent management. You have... You have your bar, and then you have a brewing company, and then you can sell your own beer. You can market your own beer, and then you could probably even legitimately take a step further, start selling your own beer outside of that place, right? If you brewed your whatever, apricot beer of the month, that takes off. Hey, you can go sell that in wherever, right? So it's a great idea on paper, but...
0: That you you shot your argument in the foot with the first words out of your mouth under competent management.
1: Well, I I had to frame it because I yeah. I mean I had to frame this. If you put this in the hands of somebody who a
0: real businessman,
1: a real businessman like oh this or a woman. That's a right. It's 20, be, uh, 2015.
0: You
2: know, gender specific.
1: Quite all right. Thank no. you. Um, or ever, however you identify. Yeah. Let's say that you're a man who identifies as a woman, and now you are in the business of beer. Well, wow, we're really PC now.
2: <laughs> wow, shut it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
1: You like Jerry, you like I that? I guess
0: Jerry Seinfeld won't be performing on our podcast.
1: <laughs> he will not, man. He will not be happy about what I just said. No way. So um, now they have uh, the good friends at Pour My Beer uh, mm-hmm, come in and mm-hmm. put in the uh, the brewing business and uh Dad's buddies
2: pour my beer his his friends his buddies
1: yeah his pals and uh and everything's going and that's when um i have here we have uh you stay ready you ain't gotta get ready oh i, I love think that that that's when kevin yeah. he yeah. says
2: that to monica in the kitchen
1: stay ready you ain't gotta get ready which is really such a great life that's, lesson. that's, that's great. a life lesson that, man right? that
0: is I, way more than just a cook
2: yeah i put that on an inspirational plaque hang it in my home like it's great uh, if Ke- a mug that says that
1: That's good. If Kevin wasn't so cool, I would say this could be like a basic bitch quote. You know how there's a lot of just like, you know, the sun never sets, never let a sun set on an argument. Like that sort of shit. Or like, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. That sort of shit. This would be a great quote, but I would never want to see that in the hands of someone who drinks pumpkin spice latte. I don't want that. Um, So... (laughs) That being said, uh, the family, uh, uh, John's like, hey, look, we got this great place. We got everything that's going to happen for you. There's no more shattered family. You guys are back together. We got a great place. And everything is copacetic. John does his walk outside. Approval nod of the bar. They says, got a
0: great sign instead of that little old ye old tavern. Yeah, tavern man. Big. Bold sign and grabs attention, draws you in.
1: Draws you in and, you know, he looks up at that and just says, you're good. And then walks away.
0: And this is the extent. We've talked briefly about Taffer's amazing ability to have the big group hug where he just swarms people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it shows the extent of his power of the hug when he grabs that many large people. This is a <laughs> large family. Yeah. He grabs three or four of them in a big Balls bear hug. in, man, man. He can do it. His hugging power is... Second to none.
2: I he, would argue he hugged more than usual in this episode. I counted at least three hugs throughout the course of the show. Wow. He
1: hugs. He hugs as hard as he can hurt. I mm. think. It, like yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He hugs as hard as he can hurt. Uh, and then and that was it. That was the show, man. Uh, and then of course at the end, you know, food and beverage sales are up. Yep. everything's going great. But as Catherine pointed out, uh, they sold the joint. Yeah,
2: uh, within uh, just a few days before the episode aired, th- a real estate listing had been posted saying that it was for sale.
1: So, uh, you know, John, hey, look, John can lead you to water, but it's up to you to drink. That's right. If it you, was
0: disappointing that this didn't work because for so many episodes, he says, you know, the key to, get to a successful bar is women. Get women in mm-hmm. there. And you'll be you'll succeed. Yeah, but this was one of the few times where this was really let's have a good concept and let's maximize is, that yep. potential. Because I think by itself having a having a brewery and a beer house with 100 temps is not uh, going to appeal to the larger female demographic. It's more no. about let's have a good concept and a good place to go to. And it was nice to see him ditch that sort of traditional but valid and good thinking would right. get women in
2: because this could have been that could have been an, an amazing sports bar i mean yeah. all those beers i mean it could have been phenomenal there was and so
0: much space for tvs yep he it's loves tvs taffer loves yeah he does he TVs loves into those into big bars. screens yeah oh man God. just having something on loop in the background
1: yep and you'll and you'll draw them in but y- you know it was uh it was definitely a situation i think that had again, I've said it before, but had that place been in the hands of somebody who could have actually ran with it, they wouldn't have had to sell, sell it. No, I mean, I don't. I think he was. I think he was overwhelmed by the brewery and keeping that keeping that shit up, man.
2: Well, here's the thing. I know we've discussed how Richard may not be the brightest, but do we think this was just a huge scam? Like he just thought to himself, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this rescue and I'm gonna sell it." You know, because that would have actually been, in a way, a smart, although really sleazy thing to do. It would have been
1: a very Kaiser Sose esque move to just feign ignorance until, you know, you got what you want and you're just like, gotcha, motherfucker. Because they
2: never fully rebranded. Like, I looked at no. their website. It stayed, you know, um, LA, Brewing, L.A. Brewing Company. They never really rebranded that much. Their Facebook page was still L.A. Brewing Company. They had an updated since March, although now we know they had already put it up for sale. Um, and I did, you know, what I like to do, I, I called the bar just to see if anyone would pick up before I realized they were closed. And after eight rings, of course, no one picked up because no one's there. Right. But
0: I am impressed with the commitment yeah. to research
2: you I, yeah. I do. I do a little uh, diligence. Uh, I do a little digging. Um,
1: Catherine does not fuck around. I do not
2: fuck around. I really wanted someone to pick up. I wonder what I would have said if they (laughs) had.
0: You really had no game plan beyond dial. Yeah, I I guess I was so
2: convinced that it it had failed even before I knew it had failed. I was like, no one's going to pick up. (laughs) But at any rate. That would be great if they were like Architectural Glazing Company. I would be like, ah! No!
1: (laughs) No! Um. So, uh shattered glasses uh now for those of you who uh i just don't sputter out shattered glasses for first time listener here um we have a rating system here for each episode um our shattered glass rating one being terrible john step your game up five being john this is your opus this was the you know this would be e- e- the eclipse of your body of work. Um, so that being said, uh, Catherine, what do you give uh, this?
2: Mm, this is a tough one, guys, because I, I have such mixed feelings. Because for me, Kevin Bledsoe really carried the episode. Yeah, I, you oh, yeah. know, it's just such an inspiration, just such a, like a cool guy to have on the show. I hope they bring him back again. But I didn't have as much of an emotional connection to this episode as I would have liked. Richard was so unlikable for me. I had a really hard time rooting for him. Yeah. I wasn't ever convinced he could succeed. Um, that said, still a solid show, but I'm going to give it like 3.25.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. 3.25. That's that's good.
0: Uh, I agree. Kevin Carey. this episode, and I think we see, I don't ever want to say weakness in regards to this show, but the beer guy we've never seen before or since. And I think there's a reason mm-hmm. <laughs> pulling beer is not as interesting as mixing and making cocktails. Not flashy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not and, flashy. As said you know Richard wasn't redeemable, and none of the family seemed to be vested. You know, other other sh- other episodes, you see the staff really crying and they really want. Yeah, to work man. They have so much writing on it. Everyone seemed very comfortable in their failure here.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true.
1: They were really resigned to their fate of just like ah eh, fuck it, let's it, get out of here. Because
0: I think for everyone, it was a secondary business to start with. Like this glass thing is such a success, let's just. Take the profits into that, so I think on, I think on balance they saw themselves as breaking even. Yeah, which is uncomfortable. Ta- I think Taffer's lines were on point. I think Kevin's lines were brilliant. Uh, I go I go three. I go three and a half.
1: Going three and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, you know what though? I gotta say, man, I'm a little uh, I'm a little hypercritical of this one. Um, I think that John. You know, again, uh, que- question the wisdom. You, he built, he rebuilt this huge bar, right? Again, a huge bar, and then on top of that, put in a brewery, which we pointed out before, wasn't he? I don't think they were capable enough of handling this. So I just wonder where the uh, what the foresight was for him to, to give him that much to handle, and you know, I again, I, you guys said it before, but. Kevin really fucking carried this and made it a likable enough episode. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that, I, I think Rich, yeah, it, there wasn't, you know what was? There wasn't enough drama for me, for Rich. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like a dead son. There wasn't like a shattered marriage. I mean like, yeah, their family was fucked up, but like, mm, come on, I'm, I need more. Like right. I didn't, I didn't get.
0: In Hollywood, Florida had like, I'm trying to save for my daughter to go to college were yeah. stakes like real stakes. stakes yeah.
2: yeah,
1: there were stakes. Like if this place tanked, he had a business to fall back on. So it's kind of like, how do you root for a trust fund? Like it's hard. It was hard for me. So I give it two point seven five. Mm-hmm. This was wow. this was tough for me. Um, and again, I'm a little. I'm being a little critical. Uh, Kevin carried it mm-hmm. and made it dope. I mean, he made that like his segments this were seems- dope. He made that awesome for me because there's definitely a lot of lines that I'm taking and I use at my job of stay ready and got to get ready. That's such a great way of describing oh, it. Isn't that great? so good? Ah, oh, so good, man. And I'm going to be doing some research on the Steve Harvey Neighborhood Barbecue Award. See yeah. who else has won this <laughs> because... What are the criteria? Yeah, yeah, what? Is it just him going... Mm! <laughs> and which is neighborhood that, is it? Do we have to live in that neighborhood? Is it neighborhood to neighborhood? Because, yeah. I mean, his place is in Compton i don't know if there's like the compton award is there the inglewood award is there the watts award like is this just in california so many questions that we have uh regarding this episode so um that was uh that was the recap of the la brewing company loggers and liars episode um so you know as always uh download us if you if you're not subscribing Subscribe, download, do all that good stuff. Uh, rate us on iTunes. You know what I mean. Definitely go on there, tell us how great we are. You know, maybe even throw us a throw us a classic episode that maybe we can look up and we can break that down for you. We'll take but requests. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would I would absolutely take yeah. requests. I would have no no problem with that. Um, you can email us at uh, shut it down at gmail uh, that's a place if you want to send any of those requests of course you can find us on twitter at shut it down recap at uh, on the uh, on twitter i'm like uh, having a having a tough day today guys um <laughs> and that's um oh i should plug myself right sure uh you can find me at Jim Search on Twitter, and of course you can go to JimSearchComedy.com. and uh that's my that's my deal catherine well um,
2: uh yeah, I got some stuff coming up here at the end of june uh, a nicely packed little schedule coming up, so you can find me on twitter at at k a t h w e e m s
1: and uh, mr cohen what's your what's your story
0: you can find me on uh facebook and twitter at this is max cohen uh some, come get a lot of little clever little, little ditties <laughs> 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 that I put out from time to time. Little clever get, ditties.
1: Get, get, get all of your ditties yeah. and not uh, Sean Puffy Combs because no, no. that's a different ditty altogether. Um, so, yes, thank you for tuning in and enjoying this episode. And we will see you again. And, of course, drink responsibly and shut it down.